Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. Well, back on the show, he's the media mastermind of pop culture and politics. Michael Medved back on the show to review with me a movie I just saw. Halloween ends came out on Thursday and we review all kinds of films here on the show. So you know what you're walking into. That's important. Michael, welcome back to the show. It is good to hear your voice and have you back. Well, thank you, Noah, and uh, very, very glad to be speaking to you. Well, I'm glad to be speaking to you, and this is from Blumhouse Productions, the trilogy of movies that they've put out with the Halloween franchise, this directed by David Gordon Green, starring, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis, Andy Matichak. Of course, this is a rated R film, so if you're listening to this, not a family-friendly film to take all the kids to, but if you're in the horror genre like myself, if that's your bag, here's the breakdown of perhaps the final installment of the Halloween franchise, definitely the end to the trilogy. Now, Michael, I like the narration that Laurie does, Laurie Strode, years later after she's finishing her memoir. Much like the narration, in my mind, of Blade Runner, it adds great perspective to the tone of the film and the trauma that she's experienced over the many years of events that have happened in her life. But the film, overall, not what I expected, and really not how perhaps I think the series should have ended. I much prefer the narrative of, let's say, Halloween H2O, which is a different version of the series that wrapped up the Laurie Strode struggles. But here it seems like they had too many new ideas. They were all used, but never fully flushed out. And the negative part of all this in my eyes is you don't see a whole lot of Michael Myers in the film, which, of course, is what a lot of people come to see. Uh, it, it is, and they also come to see some characters for whom you can have sympathy. And the difficulty here is the most sympathetic character in the movie is the character Corey, who is played by Rohan Campbell, yep. who's not bad as as an actor, but the, the idea of... Uh, uh, someone else becoming a disciple, and it's not even clear how that happens. He becomes a disciple, a follower of Michael Myers. And uh, how, why? And the fact that such an individual who is a, a mass killer uh, then becomes involved in a dark romance with the granddaughter of Laurie Strode. Now, again, I, you'd say, well, you're giving away the plot. There's no plot here. It's just to set up for a series of uh, killings, and uh, some of which are are done with, uh, one could say, some imaginative flair. But the result of all of it, and what bothered me about the film so much, is that in in quality horror films, you will hear an audience react when the people sitting around you are watching the film. And they'll react often with gasps or shrieks or even hollers or... Uh, an intake of breath. Here, most of the reaction to the extreme films, one of the major characters uh, has his tongue cut out, cut off uh, during during the film. 
And I don't like that because that was done to a, a radio disc jockey. So I feel a certain amount of fellow feeling. But uh, instead of having gasps and screams and horrors, people were giggling. And it's it's a, a very unpleasant experience. I don't imagine that, that regular horror fans or even people who like the previous film in this trilogy, uh, Halloween Kills, are going to find... Uh, much to uh, to value in Halloween ends. Well, I agree. I mean, as a fan of the franchise overall, so many of the different movies, and they've kind of rebooted it a, a couple of times. I've liked this current incarnation of the series. There's a lot of good storytelling to it. And other than the Laurie Strode narrative, which I brought up, or the narration, I should say, you know, like... Why Michael's hiding in a cave for four years? Like, is he, is he, you know, they made him up to be this big, bad, evil force that's superhuman almost. You don't feel that in this film at all. It's like he's a tired old man and how he passes on or is trying to pass on some type of a curse to Corey. As you said, it's confusing on how it actually even happens or if it happened. Right. And. And look, it's worse than that because it's very tough. This is a 13th Halloween film overall, and it's 44 years uh, that has been covered here. And uh, no one expects anything tremendously new, but at least at the, the other films, they tried to give you a little bit of background for Michael Myers. Oh, indeed. Uh, yeah, and, and, and here you, you mentioned he lives in a cave. I don't think it's a cave. I think it's supposed to be a drain pipe. Oh, yeah, it, it's a sewage system, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like a, a uh, and, and <laughs> it's a social commentary on homelessness because one of his early victims in this film appears to be a crazed homeless guy who's sleeping under a freeway uh, overpass. And... Uh, <laughs> You feel like, okay, if there's something to talk about here, I, the, the one thing that I appreciated with the movie is that they used some of the original music that John Carpenter, who created this whole franchise, uh, the music that he himself composed. And uh, that uh, that worked in fairly well. But the the level of... Just uh, cruelty and pointless cruelty uh, and, and basically cinematic sloppiness. They, they took four writers to uh, write this thing. And when you're talking about when you're employing four different writers to come Now it makes sense to me, Michael, because you're saying they had four writers. It was like they had so many different ideas, as I said earlier, that they... It was too much. It didn't really have a sense of direction. What's interesting is there's a feel called the curse of uh, something hollow, or the curse of stingy hollow. Or it's a Netflix film, which is sort of a horror comedy with Damon Wayans. And uh, as sort of a, a riff on uh, Halloween and generally the frights of Halloween and uh, legends of Halloween... It actually is a much uh, better film to watch. Well, that's good to know. I I will look that one up. Michael, did you catch the ending of this film? I was looking at it a little puzzled at the ending. And again, if you don't want any spoilers, uh, tune out right now. But it's something that I want to talk about as the film overall. 
it had seemed like there were two different ways you could look at the ending of the film, which is that either Laurie was getting her happy ending. You had the mask on the table. That was the last shot of the house as they were panning around, and she kind of rode off into the sunset. Or had the evil, had the curse been passed on because they were talking about at the end of her narrative, writing her memoir, that evil simply evolves. Right. And uh, I think what they were tipping us off to is that they will, there will be other Halloween films, undoubtedly, because they, they can and it's easy. And my guess is that uh, Corey will be the new Michael Myers, the character Corey who becomes his apprentice here. And, and that way they can also have the complication of having him uh, still connected with Laurie Stroud's granddaughter. Well, it'll be definitely interesting to see how this flushes out. I gave it 2.75 out of 5 stars. I want to see it again. There's a lot to digest. I think I'm being generous, but I do like the franchise. Curtis is always great. As you pointed, I really like the music brought into the score. The score was outstanding. My son was a little bit more generous. He gave it three and a half stars. Uh, you on michaelmedved.com, which people can find out, listen to the review there. One and a half stars, Michael, as we wrap up. Why did you give it such a low rating? Oh, because I'm hoping to do what I can to put the series in its grave. I, <laughs> it, it seems to me... When you look at even a piece like Halloween uh, Ends, there is so much waste of talent and effort, a bit of artistry, that's there. And uh, to see it wasted on a project like this that I, I don't think is going to bring a lot of joy or enrichment of any kind to anyone's life. Again, I walked out dissatisfied And I think even other fans of the franchise of this particular movie and just the horror genre in general, I think they're going to be disappointed. But we'll see how the reviews come out. And, Michael, we always appreciate your opinions and your perspectives on movies and also politics as well. So thanks for coming by the show and give us your take on Halloween Ends. It sounds like I didn't like it and you absolutely couldn't stand it. Uh, couldn't stand would be uh, that's that's a fair enough summary, uh, but uh, because and I, let me let me put it this way, I was very eager to stand up and leave the theater, which is uh, not always a good sign. No, not at all, Mike. Thanks for coming on, and we'll catch you next time on Across the County. And it's always great hearing your voice, friend. Thank you, my friend, and uh, great to talk to you. And congratulations to all the good things in your life. I appreciate it, as always. Noah here and across the county. Go to michaelmedved.com. Listen to his review of Halloween Ends and many other films. Now it's time for Medved's Entertainment Minute. It's the unlucky 13th edition of a long-running saga and the conclusion of a trilogy of its most recent incarnation, with Jamie Lee Curtis once again fighting off a sicko seasonal fiend in Halloween Ends, now in theaters everywhere. What are you going to do when Michael comes back for you? This time, something feels different. He's more dangerous. He killed my daughter, but tonight I will kill him. 
Yeah, but first she has to deal with her own granddaughter, one of mass murderer Michael Myers' unlikely disciples. Most of the scenes of sadistic slaughter will produce uncomfortable giggles rather than gasps of horror. One can only hope that director-co-writer David Gordon Green will keep his promise that this is the very end of the series. One and a half stars for Halloween Ends. It's rated R, of course, and it's more a trick than a treat. Rockstar Energy Punch, bringing a bold and unapologetic flavor packed with energy through a blend of B vitamins, guarana extract, and 240 milligrams of caffeine to fuel what's next. Rockstar Energy Drink.